Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. I don't know about you, but we love mystery stories. That's why the Upside Down Story is one of our favorite podcasts. It turns a tale flipsy-flopsy upside-downsy so that you need to listen to the clues to figure out who the mystery storyteller is. Search for the Upside Down Story on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This blood-soaked tale, Story Club members, might make you stay away from hospitals. It's one I call Thirsty Thursday. I've been watching the man across the street for three days now, ever since he moved in. Before he turned up, the old house stood empty long enough for the green grass to become a mess of brown weeds. My name's Celeste, and I'm like your other 11-year-old girls. I love music. I also observe things and record observations in my Google Doc journal. My recent subject is my new neighbor. He enters his house before dawn and then leaves after dark. He gives me the creeps. He's over six feet tall and pencil thin with pale skin and black hair. He wears a dark suit, always. I don't know if the other neighbors are even aware of him. They don't seem to notice. I notice things though. Yesterday, I checked his mailbox. His name is Vlad Doyle. Weird name. Mr. Doyle's a vampire, I'm sure of it. I don't know what I'm going to do with the information I'm gathering. Maybe I'll turn it over to the police, but I can't do that unless I can somehow prove that Mr. Doyle's a vampire. I know quite a lot about bloodsuckers. I have read everything I can find about them, and I don't watch any of the movies since they get the facts wrong more often than not. So now it's Thursday night. Mr. Doyle has left the house, and I am ready. I pull my black story club hoodie over my head to blend in with the night. Then I quickly stalk across the yard, following Mr. Doyle cautiously from a distance. If he suspected that he was being followed, I'd sure end up his next meal. Mr. Doyle strolls down the sidewalk. Through windows, I can see families in their houses, gathering around their dinner tables or basking in the blue glow of their televisions. The sight of all these innocent people makes me miss my own family. But I don't think about that now. Focus is everything in a high-stakes situation like this one. The Night Stalker crosses over to Main Street, and I follow him without missing a beat. This town, Brewster Heights, is the perfect place for a vampire to operate. It's a small suburb, and people usually mind their own business. Well, no bloodsucker is going to come into my town and hurt people, and possibly make even more vampires. Forget it. A few people are still out roaming the streets. Mr. Doyle glides past them. They don't even regard him, which is weird considering his stature. As I pass a mother, father, and their two children going by, they all shoot me a weird look. I smile at them, but they just whisper to themselves. Whatever, weirdos. My suspect walks into Brewster Heights Memorial Hospital. 
The small hospital stands quiet and dark, almost like it's sleeping. I guess the visiting hours are over. So what is Mr. Doyle doing there? Will he be preying on bedridden patients who can't defend themselves? What a monster! Mr. Doyle opens the hospital side door using a card key and slips inside. How did the creep get a card key? He must have stolen it from one of the hospital staff. Maybe he took it off one of his victims. At any moment now, the hospital door will close automatically. At the last second, I dash inside, just before the heavy hospital door seals tight. The hallway is empty with no doctors or nurses walking around. And no Mr. Doyle. I've lost him. I read the signs and deduced that he could have gone into one of the two hospital wings. I choose the north wing on a hunch and head that direction. I don't get more than a hundred feet when I spot a room with a sign. Blood bank. The door stands ajar. So that's it. Mr. Doyle had been sneaking into the house at night and stealing blood out of the hospital's emergency supplies. I have to admit that that's quite clever. As long as he doesn't let his victims pile up and he dines on the supplies in the blood bank, this Night Stalker will probably be able to keep a low profile for a long time. Cautiously, I peek in the room. Nothing but rows and rows of refrigeration units. I slip inside. My plan is to hide and wait. I bet Mr. Doyle will enter, steal blood, and escape. When he does, I'll alert the hospital staff and he'll be caught red-handed. Literally. Waiting in the dark room scares me. I hope Mr. Doyle doesn't take too long. I'm surrounded by so much blood. The electric humming of the refrigerators reminds me of whining summer mosquitoes. I hide for what seems like an eternity. Mr. Doyle never shows up. How did he trick me? Maybe he spotted me following him and changed his plan. Curiously, I open up one of the refrigerator units. Shelves of dark blood bags are sorted by type. A, B, O, and A, B. I grab an A-type bag. I feel incredibly thirsty, I guess from all the sleuthing. Hey, you! Someone shouts from behind me. Freeze! The room lights snap on. It's Mr. Doyle. He stands there in his suit, his cruel eyes studying me. It's the end of the line, vampire girl. Huh? And then I see it, in the metal file cabinet. The bag of type A blood I'm holding is reflected, but not me. Only vampires don't cast reflections. I don't know how you've been sneaking into the hospital, Celeste, Mr. Doyle continued, but your nights of stealing blood are over. He fishes out a walkie-talkie from his pocket and shouts into it. Security? Doyle here. I've got an intruder. You'll never believe what she's up to. Okay, that one had a fun twist. The vampire that turns out not to be a vampire and the non-vampire that is a vampire. That makes all the blood in my head rush around in confusion and excitement. I wonder if Celeste is gonna escape Mr. Doyle and find more all-you-can-eat blood bank buffets. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow with another episode because every story club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out. Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? 
So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.